Seven million cheaper solves our salary cap problem. We're still gonna give the fans what they want. Okay, screw it. No more offer. It's off the table, Tom. I'm taking Cal. Whoa, 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 no, no. Wait, wait. All right, you have a deal. I give you your picks. We have a deal. What else do we need? Special teams. Putney, get Putney. Yeah, David Putney. Putney. Yeah. Hello? Sonny? I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. What? What do you want now? I want my picks back, and I want David Putney. I need a punt returner. Where the hell that come from? It doesn't matter. I want all my picks back, and I want David goddamn Putney just because I feel like it. You're out of your mind. Yeah, I am. Haven't I proved that already? Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is another episode of The Morning Smoke. We coming at you with another movie review. And today's topic, is we the movie we chose, I should say, is Draft Day seen it uh you've been fortunate i think it's a wonderful um sports movie with uh not a lot of sports so it really pulled that off because of how strong the the content was in my opinion um we're gonna focus on a couple different topics today get a little flavor get a little opinion out here and uh i know we the morning smoke but hopefully it ain't too much smoke out here um Before we even go into the top, I just curious um, what you guys is rate this, you know, one to 10, one being the worst movie of all time, uh, Soul Plane, and then number 10, uh, you know, being, I don't know, the best thing walking, I don't know, I don't even know what what we would do, but we know, um, I don't know, man. What 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 that would be? Because that's probably it. But where where y'all rate this? For me, I give this because I always rate movies in context. Who's in it? What's the topic? The kind? What what are they, their mission and what they really trying to portray? And did they pull it off? I give this about an eight and a half out of ten for myself. Um, what what are y'all thoughts? Uh, for me, I would say this is probably uh, one of my higher rank sports movies. Uh, definitely in that that eight to nine range. Um, if I was to give it out of my top five, like sports movies, this probably falls into my top five. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, like you said, it gives a different angle from actually seeing a whole bunch of sports. So you get to see a lot of behind the scenes stuff that happens. Um, so I, I, I really enjoy it and uh, definitely refer this movie to anybody. So. I would probably say for myself, I would put it, it would be around a solid seven uh, to an eight. And the main reason it left me wanting more. I actually wish, like, I love the context of the movie. I love the nuances of everything that goes into draft rooms, all that. But it left me wanting more. I wanted to see more of that. Like, I wanted to see, all right, how how do they prepare for the scouting combine? Like, I wanted to see all of that leading up to the draft. So it just left me wanting more. But overall, 
I enjoyed the movie. I thought the movie was fantastic. So, well, quick follow up because I agree a hundred percent. I would not mind a sequel, and I know sometimes with with sequels you don't necessarily capture that that magic per se. But that sequel literally could let us see a little bit of glimpse. I I don't even want it to do anything different. Give us small amounts of foot bare football. You know, we talking about some of the highlights and this and that. But I want it all from that inside perspective. Show us the season, the results, and then how that leads up to the decisions, even leading yep. off seasons, the next yep. one. Mm-hmm. What you do, you know what I mean? The pressures of maybe you were a rookie this year, but what ha- you know, I want to see that angle. So I think a draft day two would be interesting. Would that, if you knew there was a sequel, you know, somebody's planned sequels mm-hmm. or trilogies, would your rating be higher of the first one if you knew that there was another one coming out? Probably, yeah. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Right now, it's that you feel like it's just a one and done and that... And it yeah. left you wanting... It was so much more that they could have done. They did a great job with what yeah. they did. I mean, the reality is that could have been a five-hour movie. You know what I mean? Like, if they yeah. really did it, you know what I mean? But yeah. just, like you said, a little bit more or a sequel, let me know there's something else that was coming, would have been great because there's just so many other things that I would have liked to see them dive into because... It gives you that glimpse. And I know some people are very, uh, this ain't how it really works. It, it is. I mean, things that I've read, you know, it, it's very similar to how it works. Obviously, they can't give you every, you know, crack and crevice of what what happens, this, that, and the other. But it, it, it what that movie highlighted for people, if you pay attention, the pressure. The pressure, pressure yeah. that takes place, you know, uh, especially from a G, for a GM the pressure that takes place because that is their team that they built, which is why I don't think people understand or, or why I sometimes, let me say, I don't want to say people, why I don't uh, always understand where they'll fire a coach, but not the GM will stick around for years and years. And it's like, well, that GM is the one who put that team together. So it's not always the coaching, but GMs are responsible for the chemistry and everything getting put together with that team. So. You know, that that's a good point, good segue into really the first topic we can go into. Um, there's a very, um, I don't know, there's a very interesting angle in which he, the theme of it really is that he's has an internal battle that's mm-hmm. going on where he got from behind the shadows of his father. You know, obviously the movie portrays him as a great man or coach, but that could be, doesn't have to be your father. That could be whoever your predecessor is or the success behind it, whatever that may be. And then you come in and this was his year two. Am I right? Right. Year three. He had completed two years. He completed two years. This This was was the start of his third. Yeah. So this is the off season of his third. Okay. And so he has this internal battle where he finally feels like he could have the team he wants to put on the field. And what he said to that coach was amazing and it's what's it's it sums up exactly you what your conflict is like why are the coaches just get fired he said it's my job to put the team together it's your job to coach the team that i hand you mm-hmm. yep well there are things that are fully on the coach right but one of them ain't the talent level that you nope. you get handed to you yep. but yet the coach is the one that's getting that win-loss record mm-hmm. i don't hear gm win-loss record that often no. Right. 
No. I don't even know if that's even an evaluation that the, that the media talks about when they talk about GMs per se. So no. it's kind of it's funny, you know. Um, and, and, and a lot of that, the coach isn't the one that's deciding, does this player have a good motor? Does he have high character? Does he seem like he's self-motivated? This is the GM's call when you bring him in, right? Mm-hmm. And then you left with either a professional and unprofessional, uh, things of that nature. But I'm curious – from the um, angle of the the GM fits and and him trying to have his own team and the pressure and all that that we've touched on, what what did you walk away from the draft day that how how they portrayed that? Um, I think they did a good job. Um, as Spoken Warrior said, the the pressure is real when it comes to building these particular teams. Um, and what I learned from it was that it's extreme heavy pressure. Like as you see throughout the, um, when they were in the war room, I mean, things were changing within seconds uh, within each other. So it's important to kind of already, I think it's important for GMs to already, you know, do their homework, number one. I mean, so, I mean, Sonny wasn't just picking random people. Um, You know, he didn't go in the war room without a plan. So he had already had a plan from when he woke up that morning. Um, But, um, it's important to, you know, really, if you have a plan, stick to it, you know, and, you know, if something things change and, and, and or whatever, that's cool. But, um, you know, sticking to that plan, doing your homework, um, not being swayed by, you know, other, you know, people, because there was a whole bunch of people in his ear all day wanting him to sway this way and that way and, and, and things like that. Um, he, he stuck to the plan for the for the good of the for the good of the franchise, for the organization. So. That's kind of what I got out of it. I mean, I would never want to be put in that type of pressure. Uh, <laughs> who knows? I I, I, I love I, it. I couldn't do that type of job personally. That's just me. Um, I, I mean, I would rather want to be the, you know, the coach or, you know, an assistant, you know, something of that nature. Uh, let me work with after you do that other stuff. Let me work with it then. But um, no, let me build the team. That's that's not me. That yeah. I, 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 I want I want that. I want that. Yep. Yeah, be honest with you. Just go ahead and make me GM coach. I'm just gonna be that. <laughs> I want both of them, so it's gonna be my vision, and I'm gonna die on my sword. I promise you, I will. Um, yeah, yeah, and it is what it is. I'm gonna be like that dad. I'm gonna die on the sidelines if I have to. It's gonna be what it is. But now, I have a question, and 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 spoken word. You going to have an advantage because you're gonna be able to think about it. I'm putting. Um, I'm, I'm keeping going with Fitz until we can, you know, Fitz, give me your, your number one moment that, 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 um, that you thought was just embodied that pressure in the movie, that number one moment. I think when, so I, I have two, I have the first one when he literally, Sonny was in there and, um, he had made his number one pick. This was after the pick of Avante, which was portrayed by uh, Chadwick Brunsman. Um, after he made that pick, it was literally chaos, like all kinds of chaos. People in his ear. Um, eventually, the, the owner had called and said that he's on his way. and It was just a whole chaotic moment. And he literally just snapped and said, look, let me do my job. And 
you know, he's he he took that moment and said, "Hey, I got this." Um, so I think that was that was one uh, moment, and then my favorite moment out of the whole movie is after uh, after all of that, and they started seeing him making these picks and these deals and things like that, and he saw that the trust was building up. Uh, <laughs> when he told old boy from the Seahawks, uh, Tom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he told old boy from the Seahawks, you know, he was doing the deals or whatever, and then uh, right. In a split of a moment, he was like, "Okay, now that deal's off the table." Uh, <laughs> he, he said a lot of things can change things in, change 30 in the last thirty seconds. Yeah, so uh, and then he just, you know, just started doing stuff because he started get building that confidence of that he already had anyway. But he started embodying that confidence, and he was just throwing people on the table that he wanted. Uh, you know, give me David Putney just because I feel like it. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> he <laughs> said. He said he put him on hold. What do we need? What do we? Need? <laughs> <laughs> Look, they just said something. We need a pump returner. Yeah, Putney, Putney. Yeah, yeah. Throw him in too. You see the face on Tom yeah. and the, the oh, people. Yeah. Yeah. He said. He said. Where did that come from? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> hey. I right, spoken word. Um. Uh, sorry if he took yours, but I need different no, uh, no. answers. He didn't uh, take mine. He didn't okay. take mine because he, 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 he really missed the root of it. Because this is, to me, is where it started that slope. Okay, it okay. When he, it was when he met the owner at the amusement park. And the, owner, and the owner told him, essentially, look, you don't make a splash, I'm firing you. That's when I think that pressure hit. It's already pressure. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but I think that's when that's he was life. like, "I got that's yeah, I gotta make something happen. I have to." Which is why I think he fell into that bad position when Tom first, you know, yeah. stuck him over the barrel. You know, yeah. things have changed. I want three first rounds. So at first it was two first and a second. He's like, yeah. "I want three. and he took that deal because he felt the pressure. Of that owner saying, "Look, you ain't gonna have yeah. no job if you don't make a splash." Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and that's real. You know what I mean? That's real. I don't even think it was pressure afterwards. I thought he, I think he felt relief, especially when he was able to call Seattle back. Yeah. And he knew he was going to be able to get a little payback on time for what he did earlier. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I would probably say the second moment, though, where I think that pressure was getting to him was in his office when Penn, Coach Penn came in there and burnt the daggone two months of uh, draft perspective. And burning and throw it on, threw it on his desk, and then he took that laptop still on and fire. threw it. Hey, still, still on fire. <laughs> and then he, you know he took the laptop and threw it across the room. And I think you just saw that buildup of what the truth was saying is everybody's in his ear. Everybody wants him to do this or that or this or that. And he mentioned in that movie for one time, I want to put my team on the field. I want to put a team that I want on that field. And I think that that. Brought, kind of brings it all full circle as far as that goes. But, yeah, that, that moment where he – my man lit them papers on fire, threw them on his desk. I was like, that's cold-blooded. Didn't even hey, wave. Cold-blooded. Just looked Didn't him in the face. Yeah, and tossed him on the desk like, I ain't putting it out. Yeah, what's up? Yeah. I got, you know, um, not no smoke, you know, really, but I, I asked for one since we given two because um, people didn't want to. Uh, whittle it down to one. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I got, I got, 
a different perspective because um, those are real good ones. The first one that is just a moment that I like that showed pressure. It was the Jaguars GM. Oh yeah, the newbie. And 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 they casted that position very well because what they did was they got a guy that looked you know young and inexperienced. Mm-hmm. But I think regardless of what he looked like, those rookie GMs they look like that on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in in real life, and they're 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 not one to make a mistake. They're not one to look stupid. Um, the, it's all they don't want to get taken advantage of by the peer, you know, because it's all, um, it's all so much. And if you ain't lived through that, probably as the man, ooh, how could you ever simulate that? So I think he was in a very. And then you talk about that moment was where the clock is ticking. Mm-hmm. You know, we talking about. Uh, it's the Ten third. Minutes. What do you know, Sonny? What do you, what, do, what, do, what, do, come on, man, be frank with me. You know, blah, blah, blah. he's yep. what Kevin Costner say because he was cool and collected. I would never tell you how to do your job. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He said, he said, who you taking? I can't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so he had to make the deal still not even knowing, right? So it's kind of funny. And then, um, this one is is something another different angle you talked about the coach coming in there and i'm talking about that quarterback oh yeah bryce when he he, when he came in there and for that um, office up. Mm-hmm. Woo, and he had to look at him face to face yep and and talk with him like that um when he's irate and he handled it he said man look if you get cut you get cut but don't you worry. You worry about you. Let me do my job. Don't worry about this rook coming in. Trust the process. It is what it is. You're professional, right? Which if you, we may touch on this movie later, uh, another episode, but Moneyball was a different approach than Brad Pitt mm-hmm. took. Brad Pitt said, hey, we're going to have to trade you. We let you go. We do this. We do that. Uh, go to HR and get your paperwork. Bye. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it was, I don't know if yep. baseball is different than football in that way because baseball do have a lot of moves compared to football, but it was a totally different approach than that. One was, you know what I mean? So those two things show the pressure on the other side aside from the main characters. Um, Can I say you're missing probably the best part out of that scene though? Which scene? Uh, the one where he went to the locker room to talk to the quarterback. What's the best part of that? What's the best part? What's up? All right, so you remember at the beginning, you know, the people left out and it came, you know, they were having the conversation. <laughs> the best part is my man, the strength and conditioning coach, how he came back in afterwards. Infectious. Dude was way – in fact, that's probably a real – that's probably one of the real strength and conditioning coaches. Oh, man. If now you ever know a personal trainer or something like that, they're filled with joy, bro. They they it's something inside of them that's high motivating. Energy. Yeah, and he yeah. was he was jacked up, bro. But uh, high energy and steroids. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. Um, I mean, um, we have a problem with PEDs, and 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 I'm not gonna put that on uh the league right now. I'm not gonna put that on the league right now. They got, got a good testing policy. Yeah. I, um, yeah, but no, I agree. They're they're crazy. They're crazy. Um, but I I didn't even want to talk about him, Fox. Yeah, de- man. <laughs> hey, because I was cracking up earlier in the movie. He's like, ask me how much you squatted. Ask me. Just ask, he said, will you just tell me? <laughs> will you just tell me anyway? 
Hey, is it? Yeah. So, yeah, that part, uh, that, that was a great part of the movie, too. Um, on a side tangent, those that watching may not know me, you may know me, but I probably am that head of security guy, the way that I communicate or talk, where he's, just, you know, he's building up. He's like, would you like to know who else? Well, you know, and he's like, and, and, and man, will you, you just know, tell me? No, I don't you, want to ask you. If you want to know who the personality of Kevin Costner is just on a daily basis, this old Scrooge here, it's Fox. He, 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 look, ain't no beating around the bush. He wants to know the directness of it. He wants to, look, we, I, I don't know how he put up with me all this time because I'm a disclaimer guy, build up guy. Let's cush, soften this blow and then, um, you know, but yeah, it's, uh, does it's, that makes the, should, that make the truth, Rick. At least you gave, yeah, see, there we go. I was going to mention it. Uh, yeah, at least, um, you know, you got a good part, uh, spoken word. I'm the little scared intern running around. Thanks. <laughs> so as you can see, America, you see how they treat me. So I just wanted to, y'all, y'all got hey. it. It's on film. Oh, but you show, you show a heart. You remember that part where it came in? Somebody broke my computer. He almost and broke And then he hey, said it was me. He stood up. He was like, yeah. But why? Yeah. He showed some heart right there. He, was he did. He was scared. But he didn't know what to do. It fits as either that guy or he's um You're gonna give me some idea, so that's cool. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Or he's that black guy that they were looking at that website of the yep. of, he's the, the from Arrow. Yep. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, Diggle from Arrow. It, yep. Yeah, and so he's like, How many, you know, what what do you think the average I'm talking, is? So, know, I'm talk, so I'm talking about his sex life. That's me. <laughs> I'm just saying Fitz, you wow. what do you okay. he had a he All was right, an, but, an important part of the team. Uh, hey, Mello, Mello, he goes. Mello, hey, hey, he goes. He goes. Uh, he goes. Uh, now look, I was a college quarterback. The guy next to him goes a Division two. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so look, when Fitz be like, I know what it was. I feel like Fitz. That was that was Madden two thousand seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> From now on, I would just be saying who's on the clock. Well, well don't do that. Don't do that. Because this next topic, we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna touch it. You thought that you look, America, we're gonna talk about what the angle was that we've seen a lot of times. One of Kevin Costner's, in my opinion, that wanted to make him stick with Mac. That was his name, right? Um yeah, uh, uh Vontae. Yeah. Mac, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he was sold on who he was inside. Yep. Obviously, the people at the top of the draft that are being considered, they're, they're highly talented. I don't think that a lot of people get too caught up in that stuff. You, these are the talented guys. I think that they're caught up on how to split those hairs. Mm-hmm. And he wanted a guy that I think he could trust, that he could he could depend on, that had something to work for and to drive him. And all these little red flags were coming up little by little about that quarterback. And, um, and, and, and it just really, we didn't know it as yet, but the movie was letting out more and more about Vontae Mack too. That was positive. Yep. Cause the initial reaction of that one coach was he gave the ball to his, this girl. You can't do that mm-hmm. in the stands. That's a bonehead move to some girl. Well, Kevin Costner already knew the story. After he saw who it was, 
Because I, I don't think he knew that he no no like, he knew his sister context. he knew his no, sister saying, but he didn't but know he that, seen that it, he got suspended yeah. or ejected out of that game he didn't know that part right mm-hmm. so um, I'm curious what y'all thoughts are on character um, in in this draft you know situation um, I'm gonna ask. The truth first. No, no, don't ask me first. No. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I'm I curious. Good, I'm, yeah. I, I'm curious. I want to ask, but only because, and um, <coughs> it's a little smoky in here. You wearing a hat. Yeah. <clears throat> you wearing a hat, Ohio State. So some would say um, maybe the new Miami <laughs> of, uh, you know. <laughs> says that that's you. But go ahead. Well, I'm saying some people. I don't know. Yes, you. you know. Yeah, Look, Fitz, let's not run from it. I this is smoke. We're not here to dodge it. I ain't running. What do you got to say about character in that situation? So I'm, I'm, so I'm going to talk about the movie first. Uh, so what I enjoyed uh, with Kevin and Costner, um, it's a movie. A movie. Well, I mean, we're doing a movie review, so well, you don't have to. But, you know. but let me let me finish. It's a okay. Movie. I'm sorry. So within the movie, uh, we saw that Kevin Costner had already at the beginning when he woke up, he knew who he was running with. So he was running with Mac. That was his guy from from the jump. The reason being is because he had already did his research. He already seen what type of dude this person is. Uh, and throughout the movie, we see the character development start. So we see, you know, Mac is with his nephews and he's, he's dealing with his family. Um, you know, we see, um, you know, Mac just, you know, really family oriented, uh, plays with a lot of passion. We see that throughout some of the highlights that they show. Um, so that starts to build, which also further confirms what Sonny wanted to pick. Um, same thing happened with the QB that was the first round draft pick. Um, they saw all of his film and stuff on him, but they started to see other different flaws throughout the movie as the movie progressed. And But that's that situation throughout the movie. So that's where I would stop it at that because that's one thing that I do, you know, definitely agree with. You know, if you start seeing things up front, then you need to, you know, put things in place and, and, and make the right moves at that point when you start seeing those things up front. But one thing I wanted to touch on was was the QB. At first, nobody knew anything on the QB. They kept trying to find things and other things that was flawed about this QB. And they had to dig and continue to dig to try to find these things because the QB put on a very good front that he was the number one dude in he's this and he's that not until they dig extremely deep to find out that you know he wasn't really a a teammate he wasn't really a a good teammate was then that's when the other stuff started to develop about the guy so my point to that is yeah if you see certain things up front yeah you should deal with it the way that it is but certain things don't always pop up right away and some things may take you know, not only just, you know, a couple of games, but it may take a couple of years or, or whatever it may be in order for somebody to to really define what type of person that they are. So, um, so yes, I, well, I agree with what the GM did in the movie because that's 
that was phenomenal that he was able to talk to each and every person to fill them out and actually figure out what type of character that they were. Unfortunately, that doesn't always happen in today's NFL. Some people, you don't know how they are until a few years from now. And then you have to deal with it appropriately at that time. So that's what I feel about character development when it comes to, you know, that. 